Hello and welcome to Let the Bird Fly, a podcast about living freely in a world given back to us. We are here in the podcast studio. It's been a while. We all found our way. We made it here. And we are looking forward to recording an episode. We used to do those and we're going to try again. It's been a bit, but we've had a, a busy go. Uh, Michael and I were in um, Overcast, San Diego, which was still beautiful. For Here We Still Stand, uh, the 1517 conference, Michael had a nice, a very nice presentation. I'm going to say very nice presentation. Um, and uh, Jason's been in Minnesota. I almost said no to them because they had asked Wade to go first. <laughs> I can previous understand that. years. Yeah. And I... I, I bet they were a, saving the best for last. I threw a, I threw a, a little hissy fit. <laughs> Did and, you? And my hissy fit actually was, give me attention. Give me attention. Uh, well, it worked. <laughs> yeah. The, um, there you go. Jason was at the uh, Bethany Lectures. Yeah, Reformation and, uh, Lectures. Reformation Lectures at Bethany, and he's been busy working on his graduate program for his Ph.D., that's true, and uh, and it's just the meat of the semester. I think it, we're getting to that point where uh, things get a little crazy. Uh, Michael's been running all around, but we managed to get the three of us here today to record, and we're going to do an episode we've talked about doing before, which is building on a previous episode. We uh, we had an episode before, um, three or four books that uh, every Christian should have, and I man, I had that open and then I deleted it. As which ones clo- they were? I didn't delete, but I closed out. Oh, here's the episode number. I got it here. Gotcha. Um, three books, maybe four, we would like everyone to own, and that is episode 199, if you'd like to go back to that. I would say there were some pretty controversial takes. Oh, yeah, that was in in, in that episode. controversial. And know. Jason has been big on this idea. In fact, he brought, uh, I would say, a tower, oh, there's a tower yeah. of books. Um, and what we're going to be talking about is kind of like second level stuff. Okay, you've got those three, four books, um, and I don't think this is not aimed just at pastors. Oh, you're not really going to mention the one on the top, are you? I just noticed this. I don't know. You I see what's on the top, Michael? I do. I don't do. mention it, but. Yeah. Um, so uh, what's kind of some second level books? And I don't know that we have a set number we're going to hit on, but we'll kind of go around and talk about what are other really helpful books to have on your bookshelf. Uh, and kind of from our perspective, these are books we, we, if we had to trim down our libraries a lot, let's say one day we retire, we don't just die in the classroom, which is my dream. Like actually, like in mid, in mid lecture, boom, just hit the floor down, Absolutely. dead. And I end up like a meme. <laughs> um, and, uh, but should, should that not happen and we retire and we kind of trim down our libraries, uh, books that we would right away be like these are in a box we're saving these to take them wherever we're going um we are part of the 1517 podcasting network um and we are happy to be so uh go to 1517.org you can get uh blog posts uh, i j- just sent a number of them um so there may be some coming up michael you got any you sent out yet um they they for the new book, there's a couple, but I don't know when that's coming okay. out. So, but I sh- I haven't. We have a couple them. chapels you should send. I know I don't write them down though. Well, that's we should. I know transcribe them. Yeah, but um, blog posts, uh, devotions. There you can get to the bookstore. Lots of great books. I have to say, um, the bookstore, Michael, at the conference was just impressive. Every yeah. year, the book section has gotten a little bigger, a little better, and the amount of stuff that. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Steve Burns mm. um, and to Sam 
um, the amount of stuff that they've done publishing is just amazing. Um, So um, for our Wisconsin Synod uh, listeners. Wellsers. 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 um, There is a a conference in Chicago, the Lutheran Leadership Conference. Anybody we know speaking there? Um, Quite a few people. And uh, Anybody anybody I know? Steve's going to be, yeah. (laughs) Steve's going to be there. With some books, I don't know how big of a they had like couch. They had like a room, so it was like a yeah. couches, and which was really cool. I don't, I, doubt, yeah, I don't doubt that would be there. But fifteen seventeen has been welcomed to come to this, and it looks like there'll be a bookstore there. Yeah, I don't know if they'll have. They won't have the whole thing. I'm sure. I but bet they'll have yours out. At least the center. Yeah, you're a very good vocation. Book. Thanks. Any any dear friends and colleagues I know presenting there? Oh, yeah, there's a few from. Around. <laughs> the uh, did they ask you? No. To speak. So I'm never gonna do it. <laughs> the um, this is your second time speaking there, isn't it? Michael is a celebrity. What are you gonna wear? Do you know? I I do. Here's the deal. Don't um, do clericals. No, I yeah. want you to wear one of these outfits you got. Oh my gosh! So I had to buy outfits for fifteen seventeen because you got uh, to. Yeah. So. In freedom. Like I don't. <laughs> yes. Like I, we've talked about this before. I'm either in like shorts and a t-shirt or clericals. I don't have much. And usually in between. a t-shirt, I'd say Cardinals or Michigan. Yeah. So I'm not. I got. I don't got much in between. So which actually becomes a problem, like if you're a guest at a wedding or whatever. So I, this was good that I had to buy some clothes. The problem is, is I can't pull any of this off. Mm, you just did pretty well. Ter- it's just terrible. I would say well, I saw four <laughs> outfits, right? Yeah. And I would say, um, and I was really. I, Mike can attest in the this. airport when I found out about this because Amanda, uh, my wife, Michael's wife, was talking about this and she was excited about it. And when Amanda's excited, God bless her, I usually my ears perk up because like <laughs> she was excited when you guys did those pictures. Um, and then I got one of my favorite Michael pictures mm-hmm. that we had gave to people to autograph. Um, and she was excited about the outfits. And I didn't know that Michael had really bought the outfits. I just know he was thinking about it. And um, so I, I mean. I, Trisha could tell I was excited. Mm-hmm. Trisha even got a little excited when I explained, like, look, like, here's probably the look that they want him going for, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and I thought there's going to be a lot of fun. And I have to say, um, three of the four, there was nothing at all I could find any, like, issue with. Mm-hmm. And the fourth, uh, I couldn't really find much issue. I just, I thought um, it was... Uh, it was almost, it was like trendy, mm-hmm. but my only issue would be like, I thought you could have gone even trendier yeah, with it because like you pulled off that amount of trendiness yeah. and I thought you could have pushed it more. But the other three were trendy, but conservative. I, yeah. I, you did all right, Mike. Anyway, it was a miserable existence. I didn't take a single picture of you <laughs> that I shared in a humorous way. Was, Whereas this dude, I'm taking pictures. Yeah. So I'm pointing right now at back, back to the original point then <laughs> is I told my wife while we were doing this shopping thing that. I really don't have a good suit, and I really should have a decent uh, suit. I'm going to so my Christmas present is a tailored dark gray suit. What and kind that of tailor? That is what I wear. Swift, Taylor Swift. Oh, I meant like an Italian? Oh, I don't know, dude. When growing up, I always, when we had to go like to get sized, like for school uniforms and stuff too, there was always Italian or Polish. Or wow. always Italian. And guess what? Usually I preferred. Polish. A Polish, surprisingly, was. All right, we should get it's going. better. We should get going on our thing. Okay, so I think we, were, we said we were going to do an episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we should get into that. Um, once again, though, check out 1517.org. Before Mike 
led us on that tangent, which is rare. Right. right. Um, I was talking about the wonderful bookstore there at the conference. Check out their books. Um, their academy courses, lots of cool stuff. We got to see Broer Erickson at this conference. And when we figure out this new technology that was sent to us to use, when um, Ben and Peter, who I don't think listen to this podcast, uh, when they meet up with us, as um, they've promised to do, and we have promised to provide beverages and witty conversation, and we get this figured out, we're going to have to have Broer on. Broer like, had a whole section in the bookstore. The guys like got a book a week coming out that he's translating. Yeah. And he looked. impressive. He took his, his Broer game to another level. He looked professional, sharp, um, and uh, you just, it'd be good to get him on mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and be talking. He's doing Geertz. He's doing Sasa. He is translating all sorts of stuff. So with that, Jason. Would you like, Would you like to, to hear that disclaimer? disclaimer? Yes. Absolutely, I will. This show does not speak for our churches, our church bodies, or our employers. To be honest, much of the time, it probably doesn't speak for us. We will be thinking out loud a lot, so approach what you hear with a healthy skepticism. Because, well, as a responsible resident of planet Earth, that's probably what you should generally do with almost everything. If you find yourself getting too worked up, tune out, look around, and realize you're just listening to a podcast. That's right, a podcast. So go live free, friends, and don't let us get in the way. that brings us uh, almost to our main topic. Uh, you can tell it's been a while since we recorded. I think at least a, uh, a month or more since we recorded, but not a month since an episode came out. I, I produced and got out two episodes while we were in San Diego. Um, but uh, we've come back in our very disciplined form. I feel like we're on topic, so we got a little time for me to, to have a tangent. We had chapel today, and... Uh, our admissions director, recruitment director, or VP of admissions, is that? That's what he said, yeah. And fellow pilgrim member, Lucas Faust. Yeah. Had a very good chapel, I thought. I thought he did a good job. But he mentioned the heroes of faith. And I had, I have in my notes on my phone, a good ideas thing. Yes. And right now I have one idea there. <laughs> but I decided to start this. Um, I would like to throw out there to you guys, in case you'd be interested in a partnership, and then to listeners, maybe for seed money, like a Kickstarter, get this going. Mm. My proposition is that, that we start a Euros of Faith restaurant. Euros, like the Greek sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And then have all the sandwiches be based on people from Hebrews 11. It's fine. Uh, the problem <laughs> is, is that there's the Euro and that's just about it. There's not, I mean, maybe three well, or four I, there's a whole variety of yeah. types. I mean, of are you ex- expanding? Veggie euros, <clears throat> spicy euros, lamb, chicken, beef. Okay. I think you throw in some shawarmas. Right. Falafel. Falafel. Well, that's falafel. not really. A, okay. All right. But I mean, I'm thinking like Middle Eastern, like Greek Arab. You could almost flare. you could you could add like a hero sandwich too, oh, like you know yeah. that you could expand into subs and and the like. Yep. I think there's lots of. 
lots of ground yeah. that could be covered here. So, um, Michael, what are you thinking? Uh, uh, th- that would be fine. Are you already jotting down menu ideas? No, I'm not. <laughs> Jason? <clears throat> I'm, in, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. If we have listeners who would like to invest <laughs> in the Euros of Faith, I'm thinking like we, we find a nice neighborhood like kind of in the city, um, like a river west. Kind of not quite Bayview, but um, there's all kinds of, I mean, you could really cater these sandwiches to the heroes of faith. And then I think maybe it's not in your face, but maybe it gets someone reading Hebrews 11. Yeah, maybe. I, maybe start with a food truck. Oh, that's not oh, a bad idea. Yeah. I don't know that we have enough. Yeah. No, uh, I, the overhead. Since of most of our food site, would yeah. come off one of those, uh, what do you call them? The big meat chunks that uh. you... The donor spit, donor kebab. The spit, yeah. I th- feel like we could, and with your wood grill expertise, your just basic cooking of meats. I feel like you've done a lot of meat cooking as well. I've done a bit. So the the books that you had originally said were Bible, hymnal, and catechism, catechism slash confessions, slash confessions. Which, yeah, could be the confessions as a whole. Yeah, okay. So those were the books that should be in every pastor's library, duh. Every Christian. But every Christian's um, well, every library. We, every Lutheran, and we yeah. did say in there, maybe you're not Lutheran, yep. but your denomination should have some sort of worship right. book. If your denomination has confessions, you should read them. Yeah, and a hymn book, think of prayer book, right? Th- those kinds of things, right? So then we're going to the next level. What is the next level for the interested Christian and for sure the pastor? Like I routinely say this should be on the shelf of every Lutheran pastor, right? Yeah. Can we just go around? I think that's the way can to I, do it. Yep. Can, I'll start I'll start with an obvious one. That would be CFW Walther's Law and Gospel. That's right? a good so one. a series of lectures that he gave. Um, in Missouri, in St. Louis, in the 1800s, uh, a set of theses on how to properly distinguish between law and gospel. Those are, uh, we are told to read that every year kind of thing. I, I mm-hmm. don't, but um, something that you would go back to. Um, my high school tutor bought a, a bunch of us that were going to go on to study to be pastors, have that. So I've had it since I was 18 years old. Um <clears throat> So yeah, I remember uh, getting that they had a they had a special seminary bookstore book sale in college, and I picked that up there. But I have to say that they have just released a new translation of that uh, new volume of that through CPH. That is really, I think, a vast improvement with okay. the additional resources um, that that includes. So that's a good good choice. What do you got? I would say my. Next, or the one that I would say, and, and I would say that's a worthy inclusion. Um, I would probably want a one-volume uh, church or Christian doctrine uh, type of book because, you know, just as kind of a go-to reference mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And I think if, if I'm looking for a one-volume book because I'm being economical with my choice of, mm-hmm. of books here, um, I'm picking Deutschlander's Grace Abounds doctrine book because I think... Not only is it um, comprehensive in the sense that it covers, you know, uh, briefly at the at least all of the uh, of Christian doctrine, but is really I think written well and is very engaging uh, in his writing style. So I would pick that one as my. I think I want a one a one volume doctrine set, 
or doctrine book, excuse me, and that's I think the one that I would go with. So, so like, you said which one then? Grace abounds okay. by for your church history for for the, my um, doctrine. doctrine Christian doctrine. So Kaler would fall into that. Yeah. Yep. So you didn't pick a one volume history then? No, this is one volume Christian doctrine. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Make sure that but if you do expand, like Francis Pieper has, yep. You know, three volumes. But that you're right. Like something yep. that you can go to. I need the chapter on. Yep. eschatology or whatever. And I've done a little bit of, I had the opportunity to do a little bit of reading in the, in the Heineke set too, um, which I really have kind of enjoyed that one too. There, there are a couple of good ones, but if you're, if I'm trying to be economical in my choices, gotcha. if I only get four or five, then I'm going to go with one volume and grace abounds is what I'm going with. Um, so yeah, I am not going to, in this round, it seems like it's a draft. So is this <laughs> snaking or is this just going in a circle? Oh, circle. Just in a circle. Yeah. Okay, do you, were, did you want a snake? Because we can say we can go back. You, yeah. you get two. You go sure? Ahead. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, then I. Uh, I would have gone. I would have gone last then, but whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> the the two types of books I think there need to be, and I'm going to keep thinking on them, but I'm going to throw them out because maybe something hits you guys. Is I would agree with Jason about a, a solid one volume. It'd be good to have a church history, mm-hmm. and there's there's a lot of okay ones like I. I think Concordia had one that they've kind of tried to do, um, but uh, eh. um, Gonzalez is readable. He's accessible. And cheap. Yeah. Although um, he's two volumes, right? Is he but two I can though? get him into one can volume you? for like ten bucks. Literally, it's a big yeah. one. I and thought through that Christian book distribution. Yeah, you can get it cheap, yeah. and I okay. I really like him because he's readable. I think he's fair. Yeah. I think he's fair. So I'll, how about I go with that, and then um. I am going to say that um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave devotional out there, a solid devotional. I'll come back to one later. Um, but I'm going to throw out, I think it'd be important to have um, something from Luther. And so I have to ask, are we going to talk Luther's works, volumes or like at individual writings by Luther. I'd go with I volumes. Think, yeah, I think you can talk about, you know, uh, the book as a whole, right? So if that gives you multiples, then I think you're... Okay, then I would shape. go with um, my work by Luther would be The Freedom of the Christian. And if I'm able to expand that to the whole volume, then I would go... I'll have to look up what that volume is, 30, but I believe all the 1520 treatises 31, right. are in the same volumes. It's in the 30s. It's church and ministry. Well, I think um, you could go with the... the um, the Roots of Reformation, Volume Two, right from uh, that that was they're kind of picked a few. Yeah, that well, Fortress has, has done. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that has uh, that has almost all of them from fifteen twenty. One of them it leaves out in that in that first volume. But all I right, forget. It, yeah, I have the Freedom of the Christian is that in the big thing of that, but the separate little one for class, so they don't have to buy yeah. the big one. Yep. Um, I believe it's Career of the Reformer thirty one is probably okay. So the I would one go I with that, or to. either the Roots of the Reformation volume that ha- that covers the. Um, and you and you're thinking here, this is what we call primary source, like not just about Luther, right? Luther. And I just think um, for all that's been written, um, it still stands up as like in the two thousand years of the New Testament Church, one of the best like little works mm-hmm. on. Justification by faith, um, and how that then um, faith and works relate. Uh, you know where he famously unpacks that we live 
in Christ through faith and neighbor and love. And I think that is, um, it's a work that every new Christian should read to understand how faith and works uh, operate together. Um, but I also think it's it's just a good yearly read to keep the Christian rooted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it dispels almost all the like false notions you hear people express about Lutheranism. Oh, um, yeah. You know, it really presents Luther in a way that uh, does away with some of the caricatures. But mm-hmm. So that would be my two. So I'm going to go with Gonzalez Church History just because we're going for a one volume. Like if we're going for a multi-volume series or like for parts of church history, there's different books I'd go with. But I'm going to yep. go with Gonzalez and then I will go with um, either the uh, um, the Fortress. I'd ha- I have to look that up though. Or we said Christ, uh, we said Luther's works thirty one, which has the freedom of the Christian. Yeah, okay. I, I think so. I'm trying to find that. <laughs> I would agree. I think that you know you want a one volume history for sure, and I think there are a few other decent ones out there. Um, Gonzalez is right up there, especially if you can get, if, especially if you're limited and you can get it in one volume. That's I think a good choice. Um, and I had I had kind of grabbed La Tourette, which is kind of a classic one volume church history too but but maybe a little bit a little bit older and not maybe quite as current on some things and and there are a few other decent ones but and i i would i was thinking too i I was almost gonna gonna pick that uh um that first one in that fortress set that which i think is called (coughs) roots of reform i I just found it so it's the annotated luther volume one volume one is roots of reform and I'm doing the look inside now um, because I've used individual things out of this so the students are buying the whole volume. Um, but the 95 Theses, Letter from Luther to Albrecht's Sermon on Indulgences, Heidelberg Disputation, Proceedings at Augsburg, Sermon on the Meditation of Christ, various others. Um, but then we'll get to, to the Christian nobility, the freedom of a Christian, and the treatise on good works. It's a solid volume. Yep. That is. Yeah, that's a solid volume. Um. Me next? Yep. yep. All right. And then Mike gets two picks. He does, yeah. I think um, I'm going to go with, I, again, if I'm trying to limit my volumes, and especially if, if you have to kind of cut out, like, internet source. The other thing that I'm looking for is I, I think I would probably want one volume. Wait, are we cutting out internet? Well, I'm just saying if you're talking about... some of these could be supplemental to stuff. Yeah. Could, yeah. But I'm saying if if you're talking about just books to put on your shelf and that... And right, I would that say, we want hard copies. Yeah, that I want hard copies of that, you know, maybe you can do a quick thing, but... Uh, I Mark think, up and yeah, right, exactly, solid, yep, 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 and have a have a solid, reliable um, source for. Um, is I think I would also want kind of like a one volume um, encyclopedia, you know, Christian encyclopedia type of type of thing. And and I think the the best one, I mean, there's the Luther Encyclopedia, which I think is a really good one. Although again, they've put that online yeah. now, so. Um, which is a helpful online which resource. Which is really for a helpful, yeah. That, yeah. Yep. So if you search, you know. I think they call it Christian Encyclopedia online. Though, they, they might. Yeah, I, I forget exactly what the <laughs> online one is. Um, but that was a, a great volume to have on your shelf. Um, but, and and specifically focused on Lutheranism, but I think the one that if I'm talking about broader, you know, church type of stuff, I, the Oxford Dictionary of the Christian Church is a significant volume, but it, uh, and it's a little bit spendy, but it's got a lot of really good information. And kind of like it's kind of like the the Wikipedia of church of the church, but in 
a nice, solid, printed, reliable source. Yep. I get two? Yes. Yep. Okay. Michael Berg, you were on the clock. <laughs> Excuse me. I would go with uh, a solid Luther bio. Mm. So with the fifth, set, uh, sixth pick of the <laughs> second tier bookshelf choices, Michael Berg is going to take a, you said one volume Luther biography? Yep. And I'm very eager to hear which one this yeah. would be. Boy, I don't. If I it don't. weren't one volume, can I ask what it would be? Because I know what mine would be if it's more than one volume. Well, Brecht, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I, I would. We read Kittleson in college. I would say no. Um, but the revised Kittleson is better. Is it? Um, I do not have that. I only have the. Where's my did a good job with that? Um, I, you know, <coughs> we are favorable to Hendrix mm -hmm. just because it's for our situation here. Um, Brand Luther's not really a biography. No, yeah. and you know it is, but it's kind of pointed in a right. very specific direction. And right? Overman was great, but it's not. It's more of a biography than Brand, but it yep. really Overman wasn't. would be like mine if it were just me personally. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But it would not be my choice for just anyone. But I yep. do love Overman. Yeah, boy, that's a tough one. Roper was good. And Roper was pretty good. You know, I mean, it doesn't come from a. You know, and confessional Lutheran. The Oberman one that you're talking about is Luther, man between God yeah, and the devil, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. know what a good so. old school one is? Uh, Schwiebert. Okay. Oh, was it Luther? Luther, times? Luther and his times. Yeah. L let's just say this: get a get a get a good Luther biography because yep. that gets you into the story a little bit. Anton is a classic. Yeah. Yep. Short, um, accessible. Um. So no, I was just going to say I I think too that uh, you know depending on what purpose you're looking looking at it for. You maybe lean toward different ones, but I think I would agree absolutely. You need one of those on your shelf. So um, what? What you know I which one I would not get? Metaxas. Yeah. People <laughs> always ask me what do I think about that, and I just don't think you should get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's different. This different topic. All right. So I have a few. Like I like where we're going right now. Eventually, if we have time, I'd like to say here's some authors that I think you should like. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. And some like. Contemporary ones because we're still we're still pretty doing some old stuff here. Um, ah, boy, I don't know which one to do. I'm going to do this because I know that maybe the other you other guys will have something. So like did you this. have a Luther bio, or are you just saying one volume? Luther just bio a Luther bio. Your choice. Your choice. Okay, but not Metaxas. But not Metaxas. <laughs> I would say, and the old Kittleson. I would steer clear from that. Um, I'm going to say with Lu the seventh pick, Lutheran liturgy by Luther Reed. Ooh. Oh, I think that's know. that's the best one out there. It still is. I think I think you you really because it gives a sense of the history of the liturgy, um, but uh, is probably the best out there. It's old. Not the sin. No, I mean it's fine. But I was thinking about going with the sin. I'd go with Luther. If if you had to have one volume, it'd be Luther. Reed. My thought was sin was just a for reference stuff. It seems yeah. a little more. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Luther Reed in my sermon pick. All right. I would yeah, add. Good one. I would say. A book I wish we would have read at Sam. Oh, that yeah. That they used to read at Sam. Yep. Mm. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. And by that time, it was actually so out of print at that time. So out of print. It was out of print at that time. <laughs> it was very difficult to find. Now there there seems to be more on on the market where the Amazon prices have gone down, but I paid a hefty price for mine, my vicar year. You know what would like, be? Oh, yeah. That would be a, a good like new brand of jokes. You know, like um, your mama so. Like, it was so out of print that. You were so out of print that. Yeah, that's good. We got to start that as, like, yeah. a, if we ever start doing, like, disses yeah. about published materials. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Um, another one, and this is uh, this is one where I'm going to say is probably maybe a little bit more um, 
personal to me, um, but one that I think is a really helpful volume and maybe maybe a little bit of a, a dark horse. Um, and that is, I have really enjoyed and make regular use of, especially in the parish, but now um, still uh, here at the college and just for personal things otherwise, the um, handbook to the hymnal, the Christian worship handbook. And now, uh, now I will fully admit that I am not, I'm, I'm familiar with the previous version of Christian worship and the handbook that they put out for that. And I know they did one for, um, I'm pretty sure they had one for the Lutheran hymnal. And I don't know if they have, or what exactly the comparable volume might be for the new version of Christian worship for the, the Wellsers out there, um, what that might be or if that is available yet. But um, the reason I love that volume is because it gives background at least a little bit on all the um, authors of the yeah, of the hymns, book, book, yeah. yeah, and the composers and you know that. But in addition to that, it also gave all the the f- the full versions of hymns. So like when you had a hymn that was abbreviated. Um, it would give you the not only the full version, you know, of that hymn, but it would give you the uh, <coughs> original language as well. If it was written in German, you'd get the German text, or if it was Latin, you'd get the Latin text. And and there's just a lot of a lot of things in there that I really appreciated. And um, yeah, I think is a is a helpful resource. Might not be a resource for for everyone, but that's one that I want on my shelf. Okay, that's good. All right, I've got two, and um, I am going to seem a homer a bit. I'm going to go with Luther again, Galatians commentary. Mm. Um, I think if you want a book that kind of teaches you how to approach the scriptures um, and also gets to the heart of um, justification by grace through faith, and I'm going to say not necessarily that you even have to get the, um, the Luther's works one, the one fifteen seventeen did um, is it Camacho? Yeah, his translation is really good as well. Accessible paperback. Um, either of those would work, but I would say Luther's Galatians commentary, and not even necessarily as something that you're going to sit down and just read all through at once. Um, but take a chapter, go through, come back. Uh, that would be my first, and then next round I'm going to have to go with the devotional work. But my second pick would be the Confessions of Saint Augustine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that work has just shaped so much Western theology um, and uh, how Augustine gets at um, the idea of yearning um, and Grace's role in fulfilling that um, really still hits today. One of the few books that you're going to read in a philosophy class, a psychology class, a doctrine class, yeah. a history class. And it's uh, it's autobiographical, so it's you're, you're not just reading it for that. You're also getting to know... Augustine, and if you want to understand the Western Church, you have to have some Western society. I would throw as a side note, if you read the Confessions and you like it, one of the best biographies ever written, um, kind of a model for what a biography should be, would be Peter Brown's biography of St. Augustine. Um, I would put that lower on the list, but if you like Confessions, I would come back to that. Okay. Good deal. Um, I would say, I think... Another book that I think is very, very valuable and one that, uh, you know, would be, again, worthwhile, one that I would want on my 
on my shelf and and again i've i've already gone to the to the deutschlander well once before but i think i'm going to go back again for the theology of the cross volume that uh that he um published a few years back um just as far as um again not only understanding that particular teaching but again the far-reaching implications of that for what that means for Christian faith and life. I think um, wrestling with some of those things and, and it's just uh, really, I think, densely densely written in the sense that there's so much contact, content excuse me, packed in such a relatively brief number of pages. You just have to spend time it, you know, it's hard to read it quickly because there's so much good stuff there and you just have to say, wait, wait a second, I need to go back and look that over one more time. Okay, so if we can rehash so far because we really should be – is anybody writing down what we've picked? Because we want to follow up with this. So, Michael, your first pick, do you remember what it was? Long Gospel was Michael's first Yeah, Walter. Pick. Okay. And then Jason? I said Grace Abounds by Deutschlander. Um. And then I had Luther, the freedom of the Christian. Yep. I had Gonzalez and then Luther. Yep. Okay. Um, or a good history, right? You're, yep. You're, yep. And then I had the Oxford Dictionary of the Christian Church. Okay. And Michael had two. Um, Luther Bio. Mm-hmm. And, and then, And then Luther Reed, Lutheran Liturgy. And then I had the Christian Worship Handbook. And then I just went with um, Galatians Commentary. Yep. And St. Augustine. Yes. Um, the Confessions. And Jason just had. The Theology of the Cross. Okay. All right. Um, my next pick, I was going to go with, I, I had Augustine's Confessions there, but I was actually going to broad and say, just got to get something from Augustine, right? Some, whatever it is. So, But you pick that, so I'm not going to, that's not my pick. Um, I'm toying with this. Mm. I love when you toy. <laughs> I'm going to suggest, since we're getting down here, we're getting down here. Yeah. I would suggest something from the early church. So pre-Augustine. Mm-hmm. Justin Martyr would be a good one. Just so you get a feel, yeah. and this would of be what's good. Where, on. like, if you can find an anthology yep. mm-hmm. that includes this, because I would say, like, Chrysostom on the priesthood, like, there would be something that a handful yeah. that you can probably find in an anthology. Right. So, once you do an anthology of er, early Christian Christian fathers, pre yeah. pre Nicene, right? Pre Nicene, yeah, okay, Chrysostom, then, but yeah, but yeah, yeah pre Nicene. I went pre Nicene, yeah. yeah. So, um, or maybe the first, like if you see Hendrickson's, like the, the first post-Nicene. Yeah, and I have several, but I can't remember their yeah. names for the different All right, but. so that's one. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch gears, and I'm going to say here's an author. And most of these authors were um, the right book at the right time for me, mm. right? So it is personal. I'm not saying these are great or whatever. Um, I think you probably could figure out where I'm going, but I'm going to first throw you a curveball. So I got four authors. Ooh. I'm just going to give you one right now because I have only one pick. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Frederick Bowie, B-A-U-E, Frederick Bowie, 
postmodernism, I know the spiritual society, what lurks behind postmodernism, which was a moment in, in my life when I read that book, I, like a light bulb went on and changed uh, the way I thought and what I would pursue academically. Frederick Bowie, The Spiritual Society. James, you're on the board. All right. <clears throat> so, yeah, now, you know, I'm kind of thinking to um, probably, you know, I would love to get some sort of commentary work, but the challenge is to find one that, you know, if that's going to cover the amount. Um, and I'd also love to get into a couple areas of history, but, you know, now you're, again, you're kind of getting to that point where, um, you know, again, like post-Reformation Lutheranism type of stuff, you know, there, but I think if I'm going to go with my next one, Which you are. I'm going to, yep. Um, and I think I'm going to go commentary route and I think I'm going to go kind of with, um, you know, the, the preaching aspect in mind, especially preaching on the gospels. I th but I think I'd pick the Ilvasacker commentary if I'm if I'm picking. Um, you gotta get one. Yeah, yeah. if I'm picking one, one that's that's the one I'm going with. That's the one I found honestly for me personally to be the most helpful and beneficial when it's come to preaching on the gospels. So Ilvasacker, um, just like it sounds, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, the gospels is the name of it. But uh, yeah, I've I've always enjoyed that. I think that would be a worthwhile pick at this point on the board. All right, and so I um, am going to – this one's going to be a little bit heady, but I think he should appear somewhat high on any synodical conference list of stuff to read. Um, I believe it's back in print. Um, there's about like 10 of his works that I could pick, so I'm just going to go with my favorite. I'm going to go with Herman Sasa, Here We Stand. Mm -hmm great overview of Lutheranism, kind of where it fits with the other churches and his uh, experience. Um, but there is a ton of great Sasa, and Sasa is very readable in English. Wisconsin was one of the first people to be publishing him in English translation um, in the quarterly. Um, but I'm going to go with Herman Sasa, and if someone likes Here We Stand, then email me and I'll have a bunch more. And then <laughs> can I be a bit of a homer here? Do I have permission? Sure. I have said I want to do devotional work, and I... I do have a translation of this that's published. And so I don't want to just be plugging something. But there's other yeah. translations you can buy. Yeah. But yours is yours pretty good. Which is available now through 1517, was Magburg Press. But um, Gerhardt's Sacred Meditations. I think Johann Gerhardt should be on a list. Um, I just do not have the frame of mind or the attention span to really sit down with his dogmatics a lot. Um, but they're very useful for those who do. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people don't know Gerhardt was just a fantastic devotional writer as well. And I would say something that I got into because I found a Latin volume in our library at our seminary and was just using for my own devotional and prayer life. And then decided uh, one of the first things I kind of sat down, so I'm going to try to put this in English. Um, sounds I would like say a nerd, very helpful. Sounds like kind of a nerd thing to it do. It was, yeah. yeah. And uh, I did a lot of that my vicar year. Yeah. And... Um, yeah. So I'd say um, Johann Gerhardt, his sacred 
meditations, short little meditations. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of thinking that, you know, I should come in here and just like have all of your guys' books stacked like, up. So I was, well, these are the ones that I was going to, I was going to give way to, you know, <laughs> just pick one random. Yeah. All right, Jason, what do you got? I, the other one that I was kind of thinking about also Johann Gerhardt, um, is his postilla. Um, and I think that that would, uh, and again, this is kind of, I think it serves a couple of, and to be fair, it's two volumes. Um, it's repristination press, yeah, I believe. But you can start with one. But you can start with one. Yeah. Yep. And I think it serves a devotional purpose. Um, he's got some really good takes on, on those uh, texts. Again, usually follows the Gospels. Um, and then, uh, but also ideas for preaching as well, if you're talking about um, uh, help from the homiletic side of things you know i think that would be a worthwhile thing too so if you've got luther if you want to go luther down that road oh yeah uh, you know um my soul magnify the lord that's mm. a, can get a one volume for similar stuff but yeah. yeah and walther's a really good preaching resource too although i don't know or most of his stuff i think is still in, well they, there's a big devotional that has there, come that, out yeah in like the last yeah. five ten years but yeah, if you're wanting to be kind of you know nerdy like Wade was mm-hmm. and translate stuff, I mm-hmm. mean, his sermons you know a lot in German yet that are that are fun to work with, and good resource too. So and some of those have been translated, but they're I don't not a whole lot have been really published if sure. I if I recall. All right, I got two picks. I'm gonna go more contemporary. Should we again. make this last time around? Yeah, I'll get sure. one pick at the end. Of it. All, All right. right. Gerhard, something on, by Gerhard Ferdy, if you want mm-hmm. one, probably on being a theologian of the cross. But Gerhard Ferdy, I think you need to at least engage with him, whether you like him or not. Oh, now I got I got to pick between two guys. Um, I'm gonna go with Gene Veith. I think you mm-hmm. got to have a vocation book if you want Gustav Vingren. That's great. It's it's pretty good stuff, but it's a translation. God at work, I think, is probably good enough. So I would go Gene Veith, uh, something on vocation by him. Yeah. He's got a lot of good stuff. Yep. Um, Spirituality of the Cross. There's a lot of stuff in there. Yep. So that's it, my intro to Gene Veith for the audience. Okay. All right. I'm done. Yeah. I don't know. This is one where kind of, you know, got beyond my, you know, now we're, now we're just kind of like, you know, talent available or what do you need? You know, I mean, you're kind of at that point. Um, I'll tell you one book that I really enjoyed that I, I kind of was thinking I would read as a, as a, um, just like, well, I should probably know something about this. But when I got into reading it, I really kind of enjoyed it. And that was the, uh, um, Frederick the Wise biography that was published not that long ago, um, through Concordia. And is that Wellman? Yep, is Sam, that the answer? Yeah. Or the author, excuse me. Um, and I really ended up enjoying that as a read, and I thought it was really kind of helpful and interesting to understand that time. And I would say that's just because, you know, it's like that's that's one I'm picking just because I found it very interesting and helpful. And um, But there, there are, you know, a lot of different directions you can go at this point in the board, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, with my last one, just because I think – and maybe I'm cheating and doing some author stuff here, and we need to do an episode on that. That We should do a round of the table, keep going, naming authors at some yeah. point. Um, but I think something of his should be on here. I think it's good for Lutherans to have read something by him. I'm going to go Dietrich Bonhoeffer, mm. um, and I'm, gonna, <clears throat> I'm torn between Life Together um, and Letters and Papers from Prison. Uh, 
Ethics is my favorite work by him, but it gets hard. Um, but I would go Letters and Papers from Prison. Uh, the letters are, are very interesting as he's working through stuff. So I would go D Dietrich Bonhoeffer, Letters and Papers from Prison. Okay. There's After the top 25, there's other votes, right? So we don't want to feel bad, but there's some <laughs> authors we left off like C.S. Lewis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Martin Chemnitz, um, you know, that we could probably name a few more. I was going to yeah. say Bonhoeffer, but you got Bonhoeffer in there at the last second. So. Yeah, and I mean, it is one of those things sometimes, too, when you get, when you're saying, I'm building my library, you know, there's things that, yeah, these are, these are all good, but, you know, you maybe have limited budget and you have limited space, you know, and uh, you kind of have to pick and choose for what your needs are, what your interests are, Um you know, and that's where, you know, hey, you got you got a little bit to work with, a lot to choose from, and you know, hopefully this is a reasonably good good start at least to kind of I point you so. in several different directions. Yep, and no, th there are ones too that if you don't take the book recommendation, just the author name. There's usually a number of other good things by that author. Right. Um, and we should probably somewhat soon do an author episode. I think that would be fun. That would be worthwhile, I think. Yeah. So I have to get ready to go to class, and I'm going to have to pull these files. So <clears throat> before we go too long, um, we thank you for listening. Hopefully you find a couple good book recommendations here. Keep in mind, um, some of these are coming from our own interests. They're somewhat colored by that, too. Um, but I would say there's some, apps, as the kids would say, there's some legit bangers on this list <laughs> um, that should, just should be on a shelf um, that you, uh, so you, that as a Christian reader you can be familiar with, um, and, and not just a Lutheran reader. Um, these are books that any Christian will find helpful. We didn't, I don't, I don't think we picked any that are just like Lutheran inside baseball. Right. Um, that wouldn't be accessible. And I think that, you know, you got some definite future Hall of Famers here. Um Definitely some solid starters. You know, I don't think you're getting any sort of, you know, um, special teams only type mm -hmm. or, or utility infield type, depending on which, you know, sports right. metaphor you want to go with. But Oh, Rick Warren. We forgot. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you, are we going to say what the book on the top he had? Oh, was? I picked a few of them just because I thought, you know. Jason I has thought, a stack here. Yeah. If, if I thought if Wade's going to, like, look at my stack and start messing with me a little bit, I thought. So I, you know, I had. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I had um, um, Pia Desideria by, you know, Spainer. Uh, I even, you know, threw a little Virgil in there, you know, Aenea, you know, so there, just thought, you know. That was what Luther know. took to the monastery. With I thought, yeah, worst comes to worst. You know, Luther grabbed that when he went, no, yeah. when he went to the Wartburg. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but in the monastery too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good. Well, we will leave off there. Uh, we hope you will join us again sometime soon. Uh, as we hope to get a little bit better back in the habit of letting the bird fly. Another round, another round, oh, one more round, won't get me.